Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in New York. I'm sitting here at the bright red desk on a very rainy Sunday. We had uh, Mr. Henry, Henry, uh, the hurricane roll up the East Coast and rain, rain, rain here in New York uh, and our surrounding areas. So it's been a nice snuggle in bed um, rain thing, although when the barometric pressure drops like this, I usually get a headache. So I had a headache. So I did sleep away most of the day. So I apologize if I'm a little off in energy because I basically slept. I mean, I got in bed with a book and that was it. I was done. And I, you know, I had an headache. I took aspirin and then I'm like, all right, all right. You know, the barometric pressure, what is this? So at any rate, I'm very rested, but I haven't really thought much today and I haven't talked at all today. So we'll see how we do, you know, with a non-talking, non-thinking Anne as we go into the weekly weather. So this is the weekly weather for the week of August 2-2-2021. And, um, the week ahead actually has a couple of features. Last week, of course, we had all sorts of stuff going. We had the Hammer of Thor with Mars forming the handle with the malefics of Eris and Pluto. Uh, and um, we saw the fall of uh, Afghanistan. And then we had Uranus stationing. And we had an earthquake in Haiti. Uranus and Taurus usually moves the Earth. But also things really radically shifted. And for many of us, the Uranus stationing, he's now going to be going backwards until January. Uh, And what he represents is he's been going full steam ahead while all the other planets were going backwards and revising. And he got to the part where he said, I can't go forward anymore, people. You have to do your stuff, and then I can go forward again in January. So this is a really important time. Uh, for us to look at our unfinished things. Um, and a lot of times we make excuses for those, you know. And, and I know, I'm not calling you out on it. I do it too. Um, but <coughs> a lot of times we have these reasons why we can't. Well, you know, I don't know that I can do that because I, I don't know, you know. So I want you to, whenever that phrase pops up for you this week, I want you to look at it and examine it and say, well, what would, it, what would it look like if I could do it? What would that be like? Because with all the Virgo energy in the sky, there's a little bit of can't energy. Because a lot of times Virgo planets, they find the problems with things. They're really good at doing that. They're really good at that assessing skill. But they don't often flip it and make it solution-based, right? So, but when they do flip it and make it solution-based, they move mountains, right? They really can get an enormous amount done. So the key with those little Virgo planets, if they're muttering in your ear, well, you know, it's always been like this, it'll never change, you know, that kind of little negative voice thing, you really want to watch that energy this week. We have the, and, and flip it if you can. Mercury and Mars both trined Uranus. So they're saying to you, uh, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Right? And I, you know, I'm an old sales girl, so my boss, <laughs> he was a sage, Bill, Bill Friend, and he would always go, well, what do you think you can do? And, you know, if you didn't think you could do it, you know, it didn't, uh, it didn't happen. Right? Um, but if you thought you could or you were going to try to do it or you were going to push towards it, oftentimes it happened and you were kind of like almost pleasantly surprised because... It happened. 
So I want you to watch in your life where the Virgo part of your chart is because that's the energy that the structures are all looking at and asking to change. Remember, when retrograde planets happen, if you pull the chart for right now, you'll see that we have the Sun in Virgo. It just went into Virgo about an hour ago. Mars in Virgo, Mercury in Virgo, and Venus in Libra. So the personal planets are all arrayed opposite the retrograde outer planets. So it's kind of like this little um, mission. The personal planets are looking at the big pile of retrograde planets going, hmm, how am I gonna how am I gonna do this? And so that's the energy of the week. How am I gonna do this? Now we also have the fourth of the five squares of Eris squaring Pluto. Um, and that one has seemed to correlate with uh, people falling from grace due to some kind of sexual misbehavior, as well as uh, power dynamics getting a little out of control. Right. So we do have here in New York, we have the R. Kelly trial going on. You know that he did sex slaves with his kids, and when we had when we had it last year, we had Ghislaine Maxwell got caught. So in November, we had the guy in Canada get caught. So we're going to watch. Maybe there will be a sex predator picked up. Um, We also have Governor Cuomo resigning here after sexual allegations against him. Um, So it's an interesting week because it's a Virgo week. And so Virgos, when they're in their higher version, they kind of stick to their knitting and they focus on what they can accomplish and get done. And it's a very fast-moving sign. It's a mutable sign, right? So it's changeable. It's like the beach grass, and it also is... Uh, speedy quick and Mercury is in Virgo speedy quick so I was out visiting my friend Joanne last week and um, we were sitting in her pool and she has a beautiful condo overlooking the ocean right and we're looking at the dunes and she says to me one woman did those dunes and I said what and she said there was a woman and there's a plaque to her over there uh, on the way to the beach And one woman planted all that beach grass and made those dunes. That was her path. That was her mission. She said to the condo board, we need to do that, or the co-op board. I don't know what Joanne's in a condo co-op. But anyway, they own it. She said, we need to do the dunes. And so she planted them, and there's these beautiful dunes there, right, that are part of her reclaiming it. Because Joanne said, when I first moved in, you could see right to the beach. But now there's dunes, and you have to go through the dunes to see the beach. Right, And I thought, wow, one woman planting seagrass (laughs) made a radical change for her home and her beach and her condo association and, of course, helped preserve and save them when they had Hurricane Sandy. You know, they didn't get, their place didn't get really overwhelmed like a lot of other places did. So I was thinking about her this week as one person can make a difference through their actions. And that is the energy of Virgo. Virgo is the Girl Scout or the Boy Scout, where they see where they can make the world a little better, where they can improve it in a, in a way. And how are they going to improve it? And that's that's what they like to do. They, it doesn't have to be flashy. It doesn't have to be big. They just see where they can make an improvement. And then through dedication, planting grass, one, one blade of grass at a time, she made these beautiful dunes, which, of course, are part of how nature protects us when there's a storm, like Henry. <laughs> so we want to kind of look at, in your life, 
where that energy is stirring. Because the outer planets are all going backwards and they're saying, but we still have to revise things. We still have to revise things. And they're going to be doing that till the end of September, beginning of October. So they're asking where you need to revise and what one little task or what series of little tasks. Nothing major. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Because Virgo is precise. It's, it's about doing it in process. It's about the steps. So our job this week is to do the steps and to say, okay, let's push. Now, in a few days, we're going to have the sun in Virgo go through that hammer of Thor. Not yet, but it, it's in there. Um, doesn't do it this week, but it does have an aspect to the nodes of fate on the 29th. So we're going to get asked to pick and choose. Remember, the nodes are in Gemini and Sag, and so as the Virgo sun comes forward and squares the nodes, it's going to say to us, you have a choice here. We always have a choice. That's the beauty of astrology, I think, is it helps you see the choices. It helps you understand that we're making choices. It also, because of the Mercury, Mars, and the Sun, in this case, the Mercury and Mars are working together and they're trining Uranus, and then they're going to move into trine Pluto. They're forming a grand trine in Earth. So they're saying, so what is it you want to build? doesn't have to be big. just has to start just have to begin it, just have to launch it and say, okay, this is the step I'm heading in. And it also is really important to not listen to the negative Virgo energy, which is there, where people say to you, well, I, you know, I don't know why you think you can do that, or I don't know where you get the idea you can do that, because that's not helpful. And, it's, you know, and, and you want to be careful not to say that to other people either, because do they really need you criticizing their dream? It's really about encouraging the dream. And as Mercury goes opposite Neptune this week, it's about people feeling they need to have a dream they can work on or they need to have something that they can hope for or they need to have something that they're building their vision on. And Remo just hopped up. He always hops up right when I'm in the important part of the... You're going to say hi to everybody? He's been very cuddly lately. Um... So with the Mercury-Neptune opposition, that can be discouraging. That can be emotionally um, tough energetically. We can feel a little despairing. And that's going to be the 24th and the 25th as Mercury comes to oppose Neptune and oppose Pallas Athena. And it can also make you go, well, I don't know that things will ever change. And in that capacity, I would encourage you to look backwards. I would encourage you to look back on your life and how much has changed in your life over the course. Look back on history and how much has changed over history. And understand the energy of one person making a step forward, like that woman planting the dune beaches. And, of course, it's a Pisces moon, Virgo sun day. Um, you know, she made, a, she made a bunch of dunes with little beach grass. And it's still there, and it saves their building. And that's the beauty of Virgo. It's got that compassion, that caring, that energy, you know. Um, I was, uh, you know, lying in bed reading my book, listening to the radio, because we have this big hurricane here right now, although it's not a hurricane, it's a tropical storm. But they said that there was a baby that was on one of those planes an Afghan baby, an Afghan mother, and she went into labor. And so the pilot dropped the plane to reduce the atmospheric pressure, and she gave birth on the plane and uh, is fine. The baby's fine, she's fine, but 
you know, when you fly, when you're pregnant, you can't fly, right? That's why Meghan Markle can't, hasn't been able to go home for anything, back to England for anything. So the, the steps, the, oh, she's giving birth, okay, I can help that. I can drop the barometric pressure, the pressure on the plane. I can drop that, I can drop that down. So it, it's a really interesting week, right, because it has this desire for us to work with the energy and adjust it and change it and to take steps towards setting up the next chapter. Now, we still have all those outer planets retrograde until the end of September. So we're working a lot on faith or we're working a lot on a hope and a dream. We're working in service to the dream. And so we might not get encouraged this week, but we do want to, if we're discouraged, we don't really want to listen to that. We want to just say, well, you know, you don't, you don't share my dream. That's okay. Not, not your dream, my dream, right? And, and it is an Aries-Pluto week, so there can be a little bit of power over, you know, a little bit of uh, blaming the victim, a little bit of, well, you know, you did this and that and that. And so you want to kind of watch to avoid that. And you also want to watch and say, okay, so how do we how do we do this? What are the steps we're going to take? What are the process? What's the process we're going to go through? That's the Mercury Mars Sun. How do we get there? How do we do that process? And part of it is us appreciating that it is a process. This is not an easy world a lot of times. There's a process to everything. There's a process to giving birth. There's a process to setting up things. There's a process to beginning. And Virgo does want us to look at the process and understand how to streamline it, how to work with it, how to come up with ways that make it work better. And as the sun comes to square the nodes, making choices about what we're going to commit to and who we're going to partner with because it's squaring the nodes of fate and asking us to make those decisions. And then as the sun rolls through Virgo, we're in the third month of the summer uh, for the northern hemisphere. For the southern folks, it's the end of winter. But um, it is the harvest time. It's the time when we're looking at things and trying to really understand, um, you know, how they how how we can do it, what we can do. So watching the harvest and really kind of paying attention to it. So this week the sun went into Virgo today at eight five thirty four PM and it'll be in it'll get to seven, zipping along. It does have a really great idea tomorrow on the twenty third, because it has a biquintile to Pluto. So it's got this great idea of, hey, you know, why don't we do this? You know, kinda let's I always think of the sun biquintile Pluto as let's get together and put on a show. You know, and you know, the kids you know, you're camping and the kids get up and they're singing and they're dancing and there's a creative energy to it. We also have the sun um, in a square to the nose, as I mentioned already. That's going to happen on the 29th. So that can be two things. It can pull in people that you're going to meet. It can have people leave your life that you're, you know, that they're leaving or you're leaving. There's a shift. Mercury this week is moving really quickly. He's running from 18 Virgo through 2945 Virgo, which means this is the week to lay the plans out because he's going to shift into Libra on Monday the 30th. And then he's not in his favorite sign. So this is a great week for planning and figuring out what the idea is as he's really working this energy. He has a lovely trine to Pluto this week, uh, which gives him a lot of ability to get things accomplished. He also has an opposition to Neptune. The opposition to Neptune happens on the 24th, and the 25th he's opposed Pallas Athena. So he's going to look at things and try and figure out, you know, how is he working with them? 
or what is he doing with them and, and why is he doing that with them so more importantly why is he in the relationship and sometimes with these aspects with the oppositions you look at a situation and you go I'm really I really need to leave this I'm kind of done with this now or you look at it and you go well it, it's inspiring me I'm going to take it to the next level or you find something that's deeply inspirational. So I do encourage you this week with Mercury aspecting Neptune and Athena to go back in and review your plans. If you've got journals, go back and read your journals. Mercury is parallel Athena and opposite, contraparallel Neptune. So there's a very strong energy of looking at your words and your ideas and understanding how you've limited yourself, how you've said things to yourself or listen to other people who said, well, you know, you really can't do that, rather than just giving yourself permission to do it. Mercury does have an argument this week. She's arguing with Eris on the 26th, so that can be a little contentious because she's going to have an inconjunct Eris while she trines Pluto. So she's going to want to, Mercury's going to want to try, you know, work with the power rather than um, agreeing to do what other people might think she should do. Right? And there is a fast-moving finger of God with Mercury um, uh, talking to Jupiter and also talking to Eris. So Mercury is the apex of it. So Jupiter says, I think this is a good idea. And Eris goes, well, I don't really know that that's a good idea. But Mercury has to make the decision. So there's a lot of energy. And Mercury also is contraparallel Eris this week, which often means he's going to hear the criticism or there's going to be criticism. And then he's going to go, okay, so how do I take action and shift it? And remember, he's moving really quickly. He's going, you know, from 18 to 29. So he's going, you know, 12 degrees in a week. So he is really processing rapidly. Um, again, doesn't necessarily mean everything lays out, but it does mean he gets a plan. Venus this week is running, is she's in Libra in her favorite sign. So she's running from 7 Libra to 14 Libra, about a degree a day, which is pretty good speed for her. She has an aspect with the nodes of fate, inviting connection. And she also trines Saturn on the 23rd, where she wants to make some kind of commitment. She's interested in making a commitment, and she has a biquintile to Uranus, so she's interested in making a commitment that is in some way, shape, or form transformational. Now, remember, Mars and Mercury both just trined Uranus, and so now Venus is coming in, and she goes to Uranus, well, you know, I, I know you were talking to Mars and Mercury, but, you know, I was thinking maybe we could do this. So this is a great day to get offers, great day to, you know, job offers come in, ideas come in about things you want to work on. Mercury is aspecting Neptune and Pallas Athena, so even if you don't necessarily know how you're going to do it, say yes. Give it permission. Venus wants to commit to something that is going to grow, even though she's not 100% sure how she's going to do it. You don't have to know how you're doing it right now. You just have to commit to it and give it permission to step in so that you can step into it and say, yes, I'm in. Uh, as we mentioned before, Mars is uh, trying. Mars this week goes from 15, 14, high 14s Virgo to, to 19 Virgo, and he has a trine to Uranus. He and Mercury both trine Uranus, so that's good ideas, new ideas about how to do things. And Mars is also in a biquintile to Saturn, so he's kind of working on a bigger vision. And remember, when he's in Virgo, he's kind of a journeyman. He's a craftsman. He's looking to teach you how to work 
um, collaboratively in creation. You know, it's, it's, it's a skilled craftsman. So there's a lot of energy here about, okay, what's that skill that we're going to work with and how are we going to get there? And with his biquintiles to Saturn and to Eris, he's going to harness the energy and say, well, based on that, I'm now going to do this. Uh, because I see where there's a need for it, where I want to go and do it, where this is an important thing to me. So Mars is going to be stepping up and getting into some kind of passion space um, about process, about what he wants to do. Neptune uh, meets up with Athena. Uh, They've been traveling together for a little while. Uh, And so Neptune, of course, is all about our dreams and our hopes, and Athena is our strategies for completing them and having them happen. And the two of them have kind of been dancing, and so they're having their conjunction, their second conjunction now, which is like, well, what's the strategic vision of your dream? And that's the focus. And so when people suggest things to you this week or say things to you or you come up with an idea, if even if it feels a little kind of out there and you're not sure if you should, definitely write it down uh, the, you know, and say, okay, this is part of the plan. I don't know quite how I'm going to get there, but I know that that's part of the deal. And then, hi, Remo, you're back. I know. I know I'm getting to Pluto. I know I'm getting to Pluto and Eris. You came over to help? Yeah. And then we have Pluto and Eris squaring each other for the fourth of five, and that's going to happen on August 27th, and we know both of them are retrograde, um, uh, so that, you know, it's not a pleasant aspect, but it also is clarifying. And so Pluto square Eris helps us see things we hadn't seen before. And I know in my world I've been feeling like the world is a hard place, you know, Uh, and, you know, it just feels like the world's a little hard. And so Eris Square Pluto says, yes, the world is hard, and, you know, what what can we do about it? And in your own life, this is where the Virgo planets are very helpful because they say, well, what can you actually do about it? And you go, well, I can't do anything about it. And you go, all right, be like that lady that just planted the dunes, you know. Like, there's a project. There's something you're supposed to be doing. And if the rest of the world is losing its head and crazy and running around going, oh, my God, oh, my God, Your job is to say, okay, what can I, me, do, and let me go do that. You know, that song, Let Peace Begin With Me, you know, uh, that kind of sing that song in your head, because the Virgo Pisces is Let Peace Begin With Me, Let let It Begin With Me, Uh, Let Action Begin With Me. We also have Ceres hitting the note of fate. That's going to happen on the 24th, so that's a pregnancy aspect. A lot of times with that, you get pregnant with something. Now, that can be um, a baby, literally, or it can be an idea, or it can be a book, or it can be some kind of creative project that you're going to create. So, that, again, this happens once every four years, a uh, series on the nodes. And, and node and series have been dancing around to each other, too. So there's a shift in the sky. The moons this week, we just had a blue moon. What that means is two moons in the same sign. So earlier in the year, earlier last month, earlier in the year last month, we had a new moon, a full full moon in early degrees of zero uh, Aquarius and uh, Leo, right? This week, yesterday, we had a full moon in um, the last degrees, 29, on Regulus, the queen star, top of the, top of the thing, right? So um, literally, we, you know, we were watching that concert last night, um, which got kind of rained out, um, but got a lightning bolted out. But it was like the top, 
the New York Rebirth Conference. You know, it was the top singers that um, Clive Davis had worked with over over the years. And so that full moon lets you see it, and then we go into the work mode. Uh, Virgo, Virgo Pis- Pisces moon right right after it happened, and now Virgo sun. So we've had that drama, we've had that create, we had that we're back, and now we get to do the work, right? So that shift happened today, um, and <clears throat> the moon went into Pisces this morning at eight eight forty three a.m. and it's in Pisces tomorrow, the Monday, the twenty third, and the twenty fourth it goes void at five seventeen a.m. Uh, with a sextile to or five five twelve a.m with a sextile to Pluto. Moon is void uh, Tuesday morning until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 2.57, when it goes into Aries. So Sunday, Monday, Pisces moon, good, nice flowing energy. Uh, moon goes into Aries, 2.57 p.m. on the 24th, and it's in uh, Aries Tuesday night, Wednesday, Thursday, goes void at 5.14 p.m. Thursday night with a sextile to Jupiter, again, a good closing aspect. So it's an active, go-go, get-it-out-there kind of moon. Moon is void Thursday night, goes into Taurus, 12.27 a.m. Friday morning, bright and early. Uh, And it's in Taurus Friday, Saturday, and Sunday going void at 10.59 a.m. with a trine to Mercury. And then uh, the moon goes void on Sunday, 10.59 a.m., and it goes into Gemini at 12.42 p.m., so right after lunch, and it is... um, the last aspect for the Gemini moon is a trine to Jupiter too. So the moons are all really constructive this week. They all have good closing aspects. They help you get stuff done. Pisces moon is all about the dream. Aries moon is all about taking action. The Taurus moon is about building things. And then the Gemini moon is around communication. On our DB list, our Donald Blanford list, uh, the, the day that's a little stressed will be the 27th and the 28th but more from the point of the Eris pluto square and from needing to make adjustments on the 27th and the 28th to existing plans. Remember, we are trying to get the fixed energies to shift now, between now and December. And so the 27th and the 28th, they get kind of a poke. And they get told, okay, you got to change now. And they can maybe be a little resistant <laughs> to change. Because the Mercury goes, well, I, you know, I kind of like it the way I am. And, and, and you know, and I, we like our stuff the way it is. You know, I one point went back and read journals, and I, would, I repeat the same thing over and over again. You know, I would write it and be passionate about it, and I'd be like, well, I didn't change a damn thing. But I'd write about it and be passionate about it. So this is the week where you want to look at your actions, and if they are not supported by your words, or you look at your words, and if they're not supported by your actions, Get them in line. Get them aligned. Mercury and Mars are joined. They're trining Uranus. They're going to come trine Pluto. They're going to say the way you change things is by changing how you think about it, and then you change your actions in support of that, and that's the energy of this week. We have to change our actions in support of where we're going. It's a process. Virgo is a process. It's not like click and done. We have a culture that says click and done. That's not how the world works. It's a process, and all of us know that. We, you know, we hear, and then they lived happily ever after, you know. And we go, well, we, we, did we actually check back in? Were they happily ever after? So this is the week I want you to look at what your happily ever after is, and to think about it, and to think about well, what would make you happy? 
what is it you want to do next. Not worrying about all the stuff you've got going now, but have that vision. Work on finding that vision. Give Mercury a to-do list, and he will get stuff done for you. He, he likes to do stuff if you tell him what you want him to do. And give Mars a to-do list, because he's in Virgo hanging out with Mercury, and, and the two of them are having a good time. So they're both interested in getting stuff accomplished. So it's an interesting week. And so the, the stressful days, although it's not like a horrible week in the sense of, um, you know, like the Hammer of Thor was last week in the Uranus station, this week is, okay, let's figure out what we're doing with it and how are we going to move it, right, and what adjustments we need to make. And there can be a little depression because of the Mercury opposite Neptune, where you feel a little despairing. Um, but that also is a recognition that when Neptune and Mercury work together, they also can be inspirational. So I would encourage you to find inspirational music. Today, one of the Everly brothers died, uh, and I was, you know, they were talking about him in the songs, and I thought, oh, I know all those songs. And then they talked about all the different people that he influenced with, he and his brother influenced with their really beautiful harmonies. Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles. And I'm like, wow, okay. So the impact that he had through his music, we all have that impact. So I want you to kind of think about where you want to make an impact, where you want to make a change, where you want to plant little plants and make a big dune in front of your apartment building, and then they'll make a plaque for you there. Um, there's, we have a purpose. We're here on Earth to do something. So this is the week when you get to figure it out. And hopefully that will help and you'll have a good week. And um, just remember to be kind and listen to inspirational music when you're having a bad little patch there. Zan Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk, wishing you a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye. <laughs>